0: Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club. Tune in today for a snapshot episode as we share this week's quick tip to help you grow your business. Hello there, it's Caitlin J. McCall from Ragamuffin Pet Photography. I'm just jumping in your earbuds with a quick tip for this season two, episode two. Now, Kirstie and I did a deep dive on commercial clients last week. So if you're in the Facebook group for the members, you can get a little bit more information for what I'm talking about today there. But I did want to chat to everyone with a little freebie episode about one of the main takeaways that we were talking about. So we feel like when you are, particularly if you're just starting out or even if you've been doing pet photography for a while, commercial clients and commercial work can seem really overwhelming if you don't have any experience in there. And it can get hard to work out a way of how to break through and also difficult to work out what sort of licensing you should be doing, how to price your commercial work, that sort of thing. The world of photography licensing can be really overwhelming and confusing. Side note, highly recommend Jamie Piper's guide to licensing photography, particularly if you are doing bigger commercial work. But what I wanted to chat about today is when you're working with micro pet businesses. So we're talking the individual groomers, the um dog walkers, dog trainers, those sorts of businesses that are really very small. There is no possible way for them to have the budget or really the understanding, though granted you could spend the time educating your client, mostly the budget to be able to pay what you might be charging some of your bigger commercial clients and also incorporating licensing fees and that sort of thing. These micro businesses really just want photography that potentially they can use for packaging although probably not um, more photography that they're going to use on their social media on their website that sort of thing so Kirstie and I were having a chat about how we handle pricing that because it is a great way to start building relationships with other local businesses but again you don't want to scare them away with proper, I use quotation marks, but you can't see that, um, but proper commercial pricing. So what we recommend doing, or at least what we're doing in our own businesses is treating those clients more like private clients. So most of the time a micro pet business is in the pet business because they are a dog or cat lover themselves. They have their own pets. And here is an opportunity for you to really show them what the experience with you as a pet photographer can be like, not only for their business, but also potentially for their clients. So Kirstie and I um, discuss a little bit more in the deep dive how Kirstie uses inquiries from micro pet businesses to actually establish some third-party marketing strategies. I won't dive into that now, but that's an option there. But pricing-wise, I believe that you really can treat these clients the same as anyone else give them an opportunity to buy artwork if they want but most of the time what they're interested in is a USB and if you're comfortable and okay with sharing that it's more than okay we kind of have the opinion that you do you with your business again I wouldn't recommend pricing a big commercial client with your private USB, but for a micro solopreneur pet business that you might want to establish a relationship with, then charging your USB fee is more than okay. In saying that, um, I'm assuming that your USB is one of your more expensive options. Obviously this wouldn't work if you are selling your digital files really cheaply, because again, most of the time pet businesses want digital files so that they can share them online and in social media. So you really have to be priced appropriately there. Now, one last thing is we did have someone um, in the Facebook group ask a question of, if you're giving them the USB, is that with the print ready files, um, are you asking for your work to be credited? How do you sort of mitigate that? And yes, 100%. So when I'm dealing with a client, a big commercial client, and they're paying for licensing fees that includes, sort of exclusive rights. Um, then they don't have to credit me. They're not. They're paying enough that they don't have to credit me as a photographer. If I was dealing with a micro business and they are you um getting access to the same pricing as my private clients, then absolutely built into the agreement that we have with each other is in buying the usb they get the print ready files which don't have the rag Muffin logo on them but they also get the social media ready files which do have my logo on them and there's an agreement there that if they're sharing on social media or on their website they have to use those ones they would have to pay more if they wanted not to be crediting rag Muffin. and so that's sort of how you again um, can balance out the fact that you're charging less because they're a micro business but they do have to credit your work. So that's just my little quick tip of the week. Hope you enjoyed that one. If you've got any questions, let us know, or you can always join us in the members group. Just head over to thepetphotographersclub.com forward slash join. Okay, bye for now.